You're listening to the Brand Interrupted Podcast, a space dedicated to inspire, teach, and heal through the power of story, resilience, and vulnerability. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Brittany Hammond, filmmaker, producer, brand story strategist, and the founder of Untamed Productions. Each week, I'll be bringing to you guest entrepreneurs, artists, authors, speakers, and influencers in a series of real, raw, and unfiltered conversations around the art and business of being yourself, the bravery to share your message, and the audacity to go after what you want in life. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to the Brand Interrupted Show. I'm your host, Brittany Hammond. So I gotta say, I was a little starstruck when I did this interview because I had seen Sophie von Marks from afar for a few years, and I was so honored that she wanted to be on the show and share her reinvention story. And actually, what really prompted me and inspired me to reach out to her as I was not really rebranding, but refocusing on the guests that I brought on the show because I really wanted people to speak openly and honestly and not give this sugar-coated success story. And if you're familiar with me and my work over at Untamed Productions, we are all about, you know, keeping the honey for the pancakes and really just speaking the raw, honest truth. And when I saw Sophie do a live stream and she was just so real and vulnerable It really made me think like this is the type of guest that I want on my show. And, you know, for those of you who also don't know, brand, comma, interrupted is a direct reference to the movie Girl Interrupted. And it's really just, you know, a story about someone being thrown off their path, you know, dictated by other people and then just coming and, you know, that journey of coming back home to yourself. So with that being said... It was such a treat to talk to Sophie, and even though this was our first time talking, we just had so many things in common, and for me, it really just, you know, reiterates that belief I have, that story can really heal us and inspire us to to taking action. So, Sophie is all about reinventing yourself in three different realms, outer self, lifestyle, and inner self, and we talk all about how to identify your four North Stars to guide you back home and stay in alignment with your core values and desires, the pressures of an overly polished social media feed, and the need to keep up appearances, why no amount of strategy will get you results if you don't have the inner belief or confidence, why the energy and intention behind what you post on social media is actually more powerful than the content itself, and the big thing the inner demons that you have to overcome in order to become the face of your brand, and what happens when we become too obsessed with personal development and bettering ourselves. Sophie von Marx is an entrepreneur and writer who has founded Love Your Life Bitch, a website that is focused on helping today's modern woman get from where she is now to the woman she really wants to be without apologizing for it. As a certified life coach, Sophie draws from her knowledge and expertise to create transformation, transformative content in areas of beauty, wellness, reinvention, personal development, relationships, travel, and self-care to inspire her readers to feel deserving of creating lives they truly love with unapologetic, bitchy confidence. She resides in Vancouver, BC with her husband and dog and loves collecting skincare tools, making her almond milk, and watching Real Housewives marathons. 
All that being said, I am over the moon excited to bring to you this interview. And just one quick thing before we dive in. This podcast is brought to you by Untamed Productions, and this episode is brought to you by my Audaciously You three-part video series all about telling your story, mastering your confidence, and boosting your charisma on camera so you can make an impact and connect with your dream clients. You can head over to www.untamedrevolution.com forward slash gift to get free access. With that being said, let's get chatting with Sophie. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Brand Interrupted Show. Today, I'm actually a little bit starstruck (laughs) with our guest today because I have been secretly following her for a few years and she has just gone through such an amazing transformation. So I'm so honored and excited to have Sophie Van Marks here today. Hi, I'm happy to be here and excited too. So I like to start out my podcast with kind of using a few words to describe my guest. And the first thing that comes to mind when I think of you, Sophie, is really just like grace, elegance, inner strength, and so relatable. Okay, that was four words, but (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you. It's beautiful words. I love that. I just, yeah, I think that it's so, when I hear you speaking and I hear your story, like even though you have this like very glamorous, polished look, you're just so relatable in everything you say. And I think that, um, I mean, that must be how it must be so easy for you to just like connect with your audience. But the thing I wanted to hear a little bit about is I know you went through a recent kind of refresh, kind of like changing direction, um, reinvention. So can you tell us a little bit about, I like to go back to that like one moment, um, there's one thing like I'm all about, I'm a filmmaker, so I'm all about story and like what's the hook and everything. And the one thing that like fascinates me in people's story is like that one moment that like changes everything. So I know you talked about um, kind of like having this like misalignment and your business kind of went in the direction that you never thought it would. Like what was that? Take us back to that moment. Like what, what was going on? You know what? It's funny. I I would like for there to be one moment. I I, I think it was a culmination of many (laughs) moments. Uh, You know, getting started, you just want to start. Well, I just wanted to start. I just wanted to gain momentum and get going. You know, I quit my job without a plan. Like I didn't have a plan. I just knew the transition for me of like starting my own business and then you know, bit by bit working on it and then, you know, phasing in out of my corporate job into my full-time job, like that wasn't working for me. I had kind of been trying to figure it out for a few years. So I just quit without a plan. I just wanted to gain momentum and I put my business out there. It was hot, rich, love your life pitch when I started. And I really had the intention. I, I wanted it to be this, um, you know, I didn't have the words back then, but I wanted it to be what it is now, like this focus on reinventing yourself, getting from where you are to the woman that you want to be, uh, really like deep personal development work, because that's what I have been doing for the last, you know, eight to 10 years at that time. And I had just benefited so much from it. And it was so rewarding for me. And I wanted to kind of bring it to 
the millennial audience. And pretty quickly, uh, I just found people were really just wanting to know what I, like how I was doing what I was doing and how did I get started? And it kind of became this whole business thing. Mm -hmm. And that comes really easy for me. And I think at the time I felt quite insecure, maybe about like the personal development stuff. I, I wasn't like, you know, Tony Robbins or anything. Do you know what I mean? I was just a girl who quit my job and was starting it out, but I knew business. Like I have a business degree. I know marketing. Like it was something that I knew how to brand. I knew graphics. I just knew how to do that. So I started with what people were coming to me for. And that's what I was most comfortable doing. And it just kind of fell in easily. But as you know, many of us know, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs, just what you're good at Mm -hmm. naturally isn't always what you most want in your life. And I think, you know, probably about a year into um, having my business, I was working really hard. I, I was having a lot of clients. I think I had like 12, for me, it was a lot, 12 one-on-one clients at a time. That is um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it, it was a lot of work and, um, you know, I was giving a lot, like my boundaries weren't really strong at that time. So I was, you know, people are asking and I'm giving, I'm getting tied up in what their success is and if they reach their goals or not. And you know, you, like not every client follows through with the work or not every yeah. client is willing to go there or whatever. So I was finding it pretty draining and I was, I was finding it like people were coming and wanting, um, okay, actually we are getting to the moment. <laughs> so the moment for me, I guess the one, like one of many was, I kept like I I've been really blessed to attract so many clients who are like really amazing women. Like I have worked with really cool, incredible women who have great ideas, who are talented, who have everything within them. Like I see it to be really successful online. And they kept coming to me like wanting, you know, tell me what to do, like tell me the business plan. They want like the strategies and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know, you give it to someone and it still doesn't work or it doesn't, they can't follow through or like there were things missing. And what was missing was just like that self belief. They had, they, I noticed like I would have these really great clients who have everything, like they have more, you know, talent than me or even whatever to be successful. Like they're super skilled and experts in their field, but it was like, they have like crazy money, like beliefs about money and what it takes to make money, or they're so caught up in comparing themselves or putting themselves down that they can't even like execute to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of like, you know what? That's the whole reason I started this is to do that deep work before you do the strategy. And I just kept realizing, you know, I can do the business strategy day in and day out, but like, that's actually not why I got into this business. It was so that people could see themselves in a new light so that they could believe that they could, you know, be the person that they really want to be. And I was finding, I was just finding that wasn't the focus when I was doing this like business coaching, they really want like, yeah. let's start now, tell me what to do. And I just knew I needed to shift directions. Like my message wasn't clear enough and I knew I needed to get back to the basics. And also, although I love working with entrepreneurs, I was an entrepreneur for the eight to 10 years that I was working on all this stuff. I didn't even for sure know I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I just knew I wasn't happy with the person that I was. And I really want to help like the former version of myself. And, um, 
yeah, so that's kind of what started that shift. And I mean, this, that was probably a year into my business and now I'm like three and a bit years in. So it took a little while to come around. Like it's hard. I kind of felt like I had to break up. I felt like I was doing the, um, like quitting my corporate job all over again, if that makes sense. Like (laughs) I kind of had to do, take that whole shift, but that is really where it started is really realizing what the missing piece was. And okay, my work is not to teach people how to do a funnel or do their brand. Um, my work is really like to help the old version of me and, it just kind of became like that beating in my heart just kept getting louder and louder and louder. And this year I just had to like pull the plug. (laughs) So that's what happened. I, there's so many points that I relate on, but the first one I wanted to mention is like when I started my business, I was 24. I was right out of my master's degree. Wow. And I studied like cinema and theater and I guess because I was so used to like making posters and stuff for my shows that graphic design was like this random skill that I acquired in my life. And when I built my first website, like, I guess, I don't know, it was really nice. And so people just kept asking me for graphic and web design. And I got like a year, two years in and I'm like, this is not like, (laughs) what am I doing with my life? Like, this is just not my vision. And I'm like five years into my business now. And it's like, you know, I've done other things like live events and stuff, but, um, I, I love what you said about, like, you can teach anyone the strategy, but if they have that, like, lack of self-belief, then it doesn't matter, like, how, like, different strategies are going to work different on different people and businesses anyways, Mm -hmm. and I know I mentioned, like, I had worked with Amberly Lyons this spring because that was, like, one of my moments where I was, like, why is this not working the way that I thought it would? And Amberly taught me all about like healing my chakras and like all of these wounds. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> and so I kind of like came out of the spiritual closet recently and so cool. been, like bring that into my brand. And that's kind of scary because I've always been like a type A type, you know, like achiever person. So I was like, how like, how am I going to bring this into my brand? Like, am I going to scare people away? Am I going to look like flaky? And so that was like a huge part of my journey. But, yeah. uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, no, like it's, it's such important work. And I think Amber Lee is really a great example of someone who does that and does it really powerfully. And it, it can, it's all, I find it's really funny. It's like, whatever you're most, I find whatever you're most afraid of, that part of you that you're afraid to show, that's usually what actually makes people endear, like it endears you to them the most. And that is when they fall like deeper in love with you or your brand or whatever it is when you show that thing that is kind of like, maybe you think that's your dark side or whatever, but when you really embrace that and like bring that to the light and into the public eye or whatever that means for you. I find that's just when like your real diehard fans come out or that's when you're really able to help somebody. So I love that you're on that same journey this year. (laughs) Well, thank you. So what does reinvention, like, what does that look like for you? How are you able to kind of break that down into a process almost? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Well, I think, I I just love the, first of all, I love the concept of reinvention so much because it just is like, 
I think a lot of women, I know like the old version of me, you kind of almost get to a stage where you think, oh my God, I've, I've messed it up. I'm off track. I'm not, I'm not going to, it's too late. Like I can't do the thing I really wanted to do. I can't be the person that I really want to be. And I think that's a big fear for so many women at all different stages of life, you know? And I, what I love about the concept of reinventing and really making that my focus is like, that's not like, it challenges everything. It's like, that's not true. You can literally change who you are overnight if you want. Uh, obviously it takes a lot longer for a lot of people, but, um, that's the whole thing. It's like, you can decide to be that woman you want to be. You can dress the way you want to dress. You can go after the career that you really always wanted. You can, you know, go from the doormat friend, partner, whatever to a like, you know, to being in your own power and being respected. Like it is just an energy that you embody. And of course, doing certain things helps you embody that energy, but it can happen so fast and it's crazy. And I just love, I just love introducing that option to people like, no, you can reinvent yourself. And for me, I've really like, I, I kind of realized, um, just looking back at my life. Cause I've really come like, I, I, not only have I had a reinvention this year with my brand, but when I think of the girl I was <laughs> growing up and who I am now, it is really night and day. And if you knew me way back when, um, I don't think you would recognize or know me now, just my energy and my personality and just the way that I am and the way I treat myself and others is completely different. And looking back, I just kind of looked at like, what were all the things that I did and I worked on that got me here. And for me, I think like a real reinvention is like three different layers at the, at the bare minimum, if you're going to break it down that way. So first there's a physical reinvention, which is probably the easiest thing for people to like get a grip on. It's kind of like the Cher Horowitz clueless <laughs> makeover. It's like making over how you physically present yourself to the world. So it's like, you know, it's the way you look, the way you wear your hair, the tone of voice you use, the way you walk, the way you carry your body, the clothes you wear, you know, all that stuff. And it's really cool because that's like physically tangible. It's like you can change, anyone can change that stuff. Uh, so I really like to work on that. Those are some of like the first wins you can get with your reinvention. And yeah, I mean, you, I'm sure you can imagine like the way someone walks down the street or the clothes that they wear, it, it makes people see you differently yeah. and you see yourself differently. So I love doing like the physical reinvention stuff. And then the next layer after that is lifestyle. So a lifestyle reinvention, that's like, um, you know, it's everything that makes up a life. If you imagine like a lifestyle Pinterest board, it's like what you, you know, where you go to get your coffee, what you eat for breakfast. It's, like where you live, how you live, the apartment or home that you live in, the cars you drive. It's like your material possessions um, that you think define your lifestyle. It's the hobbies you have, the people you hang out with, your relationships, your love life, all that stuff is lifestyle. So as you can imagine, there's so many different levels that you can break down that. At. But I think at its core, a reinvention is like doing more of the things that you love to do and less of the things that you don't love to do. <laughs> like, that is the breakdown of it at its core. Um, and that simple, you know, that simple rule of thumb, you can really make over every single area of your life. 
And then the last layer, but of course the most important layer is like, I just call it like your core self. It's like you at your core. I, I just, I, I, and as I'm saying this, you can't see me, but I'm like kind of like pointing to and grasping at my chest, like my heart. Mm-hmm. It's your heart and soul. It is, it's reinventing the relationship with yourself. It's reinventing yourself so that you are unething, shakable, and stoppable. It is, it's the version of you that if everything was taken away, your physical self, because that can happen, right? Like that happens to people mm-hmm. and, or your, um, and everything in your lifestyle, like you lose the money, you lose all this stuff. What is left? Are you good with yourself no matter what? Do you know what I mean? So that's when like, you know, when someone like loses, they go through a breakup yeah. and they are just like devastated and lost and, oh, I can't live. That's because they haven't developed and like really made that relationship with their core self. And I think that's what so many people ignore and aren't even aware that they need to work on that. It's really like, it's like what you stand for, what your values are. How do you see yourself? Are you good with yourself? Like what kind of thoughts do you have about yourself? And it's really just like that relationship with yourself. And I think like for me, reinventing that, getting good with like my dark side, my light side, my mistakes, my like getting good with all of that stuff and really knowing and loving yourself without any distractions is like the most valuable thing you can do. So those three layers, the physical lifestyle and that like just core, your heart, your soul self. Those are like, that's the process that I use to reinvent. And I mean, there's many things that go into all of that, but that's what we do. That's so freaking powerful. And I feel like a lot of it just comes down to like, like giving yourself permission to actually be yourself. And Mm -hmm. even as you say this, like I actually haven't gone public with this yet. So I'm kind of even as I'm stalling right now, I'm like, do I say this? Do I not say this? But um, <laughs> I'm kind of just getting out of like a five-year relationship and it ended like very suddenly. And mm. I mean, I'm probably like, you know, like the five levels of, um, I think it's like for death. Yeah. 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 I'm still like in the shock phase, but I know, and this is the first time in my life, like I'm, I'm 29 now. I just turned 29 and I'm like, I think I'm going to be okay. Like I love and respect this person, but we're going on a different path. And I'm like, wow, like I actually am like loving myself through this process. And it's, it's just so crazy that you said that. Cause it just like reaffirms like what I was thinking deep down. Mm-hmm. So, well, I could have used any example, right? I could have been like, <laughs> you know, when you get fired or you do this, no, like I think I said that for a reason. And I love that. I, I love hearing that you're going through a, a breakup and feel like this love for yourself. I think that's just the most beautiful thing. I feel like a new beginning, like this opportunity for you, no matter how it feels right now, I, I can imagine it feels kind of crazy and scary and all those things. Mm-hmm. But like, to me, it's almost like a breakup is so exciting. Like you can just tell, like what an exciting launching point. And I don't know, you just get an opportunity to go like, yeah, what do I want? How do I want to be treated? And yeah, how do I want to reinvent myself as a result of this change? And yeah, I think that's, I think that's really great that you're sharing that. Thank you. Well, you know, what's neat is like speaking about like bringing out the shadows and everything. 
um, is that, so both my boyfriend and I were performers and he was a lot more advanced in his career. And I always, and we also like hosted a lot of live events together in the Mm -hmm. South of France where we were living. And I kind of always felt like I was in his shadow. And even though he was like my mentor and I still love him to death, like almost this breakup is like giving me that space to step into my own light. And, um, I know you talked about like your new mission or kind of like coming back to like your core mission of helping other people see themselves in a new light or like the real light. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious if you have any like thoughts around that, like how to really guide people kind of back home to who they, who they've always been or who they're meant to be. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, I think we always kind of go like for me, I always go back to my like child self and I try to get help people to get in touch with that childlike version of yourself, you know, regardless of whatever kind of childhood that you had. It's like those times are where, um, you know, we didn't do things with, we didn't have all of the clutter, the mental clutter and everyone else's expectations put on us. It's like, what did you like to do then? What mattered to you? What, like, how did you imagine you'd be living your life back then? We really dreamed without abandon back then. So I really try to get people like back to that. And also just, I mean, it's just really like giving yourself the space (laughs) to start figuring out what you really think. Like, what do you really want? What do you really want to be known for? What do you really want your legacy to be? What like really matters to you? And actually a really great exercise that I use is like kind of finding, I call them like your North stars. And it's kind of like creating a little bit of a motto for yourself. And um, I do this for branding, like when I'm doing branding with people. And also when, you know, you're kind of rebranding yourself or reinventing yourself. It's like, what are those four words? Um, like, you know, three to five, but usually four words that summarize like what you really want to stand for and the feelings that you really want to have in your life. Like, how do you want to feel? And what are those? And then when you have them, they can guide you no matter what. So it's like, let's say your four words are like fun, fresh, feminine, and powerful. Okay. Like just whatever. If you have an opportunity or someone asks you to go to a party or a job opportunity, like someone offers you a job or you start dating a new guy or whatever, and he, and like, you don't feel those feelings in their presence or when you think about going down that direction, it's not the one for you. It's like, that's, you always have these guiding feelings as like your North stars that you can always turn to. And as long as you are feeling the way you want to feel, you're on the right path. Do you know what I mean? And when you're able to like, just it's actually really funny because whenever I work with clients, we always start the session by like going over what like their goals that they have. And then we always, I always ask them to tell me how they feel in one word when they're saying it out loud. And it's so interesting because it is one of the most, I find every single client has such a difficulty at the start doing this because a lot of people don't know how they actually feel. 
Like they don't actually ask themselves, how am I feeling right now? It's a lot of thinking, 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 why explaining. And it's like when you're able to tap into how you want to feel and how you actually feel in this moment, um, that is just the best thing that you can do for yourself. And your feelings are really like your inner GPS that'll guide you in the right direction. So you might not always know how it's going to look. Um, You might have an idea about how you want your life to look, but as long as you're feeling the way you want to feel, um, you're always in the right direction. So I think really just starting with figuring out what those North star feelings are for you uh, is one of just the best things that you can do for reinventing yourself and getting in touch with the life that you really want. Cause you might not, I find a lot of people also have a hard time visualizing or even knowing what they want. Yeah. It's like, just think about how you feel and then work backwards. What, what, when was the last time you felt this way? What gave you that feeling? Let's do more of that right now and go down that path. Yeah. Will you tell us your four North stars? Yeah, of course. So I think mine were pretty um, similar to what that was. But actually, my my real four North Stars that I focus on, and maybe it's five, my husband and I have a motto. We have like what we call a family motto. And it's family, freedom. Sorry. (laughs) It is. uh, I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. It's an acronym. And I'm just like, what is the order of it? It's freedom, family, adventure fun and joy. So we always focus on those things. And if, if we find we're like not feeling so good, it's because something's not in line. Like we're doing something that is taking away from those feelings or dimming them down. So we always adjust and we always like think about, you know, we're planning our 2019 right now. We're like, what would feel like, what would be in line with like expanding these feelings and really taking things to the next level? Uh, so those are our main words that we focus on. Are you guys going to come to Paris? I think I remember hearing you talk about that. Like maybe it was a year ago or something. Yeah. Yeah. We both really love Paris and, um, I mean, definitely last time I was there, I was like, I need to live here. Um, I, we definitely have plans for that. It has changed. I will say it's changed a bit. Like sometimes I have, I get like really passionate about ideas and really excited. And I'm also like, I'm a Scorpio, so I'm a sign of extremes. Like, it's not like, oh, I don't need another trip here. I need to live here. (laughs) I kind of get those. I really get excited about things. Um, So I don't think necessarily, I don't know if I'll, I would relocate there permanently, but I definitely want to be there for an extended amount of time. And it is definitely on the books. So we have it on the books. It's happening. I won't say exactly when, but it's definitely a plan to spend like an extended period of time and, and really be living all of the feelings that I have in Paris. So I had to really ask that as like, why do I want to live here? What am I feeling about this city? Like, how am I feeling in this city that is so different from home that is making me want to stay here? And it really is, it is those feelings, that freedom, that family, that adventure, maybe not so much the family when I was there, it was more like friendships, but Mm -hmm. um, the adventure, the fun, the joy. I really feel that when I'm in Paris. I love like roaming the streets and I feel very free. Usually when I'm there, I'm on vacation. So I'm like unattached from all of my things. I feel very joyful. Like you're stopping to smell the roses, the baguettes, the escargot, whatever, you know? So I really was feeling that there. And it's like, well, how can I bring some of that home? So I try to live 
live my Parisian life a bit here. Like the things I like to do there, I try to do that here too. But I also know I definitely have, like there's something in my heart about Paris. You're there too, so you must get it. Uh, so definitely wanting to spend more time there. However, we'll see what it actually looks like. I mean, I'm, a, I, I'm very much like I have a vision for my life, but I also am very aware. I have no idea how it's actually, what will actually come to fruition. I am open to anything and everything. So we'll see what happens, but definitely spending, that's a long answer if I'm coming there or not, but yes. Coming it's back. Super interesting how we like let our intuition guide us because I'm I'm also Canadian. I'm from the East Coast, Toronto. I guess it's kind of like Middle East Coast, but <laughs> Middle East compared to where East. you are on the West Coast. <laughs> um, and I moved here when I was 20. So I've been here for almost a decade now. And um, I just recently like started getting these callings to like move to California. And I'm just like, oh my God, where are these feelings coming from? And it's also kind of like you know, with this, like, I'm making air rackets right now, like this breakup kind of thing happening. I'm like, well, maybe this is like a new door opening. Like maybe this is like how everything was meant to unfold. And the universe is like really guiding me because maybe I never would have gone to Los Angeles if, if I was still with my boyfriend who definitely didn't want to make the commitment to move there. So, but one thing I wanted to ask is, what was sort of like one of your inner demons or I don't know, I don't want to say flaw. I don't like that word, but like, yeah, like what was one of your like inner demons or something you had to like let go of or release in order to kind of like step into this new version or mm-hmm. as you, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of like made, a, I'm, I think I made a little bit of like, a scoffing snort sound <laughs> when you ask that question because oh, no. I just feel like I have I feel like I am always and if you know me personally I am always overcoming <laughs> some <laughs> internal thing and I used to be kind of annoyed about myself about that but that's something I've just really embraced now like I am always reinventing I'm always learning I'm always overcoming some crazy like personal yeah like personal demon and I think like every single stage of my business, it's been something a little different. Um, but I won't, you know, I could literally talk all day about this, but I'll try to get to the point. I think at the end of the day, what every single one of my demons with, whether it's, you know, worrying about what people think, trying to be perfect, um, procrastinating, you know, whatever those things are, it all boils down to one thing, which is, a belief that I'm not enough. And I've worked on that at so many different levels and I'm working on it still right now. And I think, I actually think that is the core demon of everyone in humanity. Like even if you kind of boast, even if you're at the opposite end, like you're kind of boasting all the time, like you're so good at this or you can do this. It almost comes from a place of fear in some ways. Like I, I'm always working on that at every level. And even with this most recent reinvention, there was fears about, will I make money? Like, or even like I needed, I felt I really wanted to take a break um, in the summer. And I did, I, I didn't post for like, I don't know, a month or two. And I really took a break and just like went inward and 
for some of it, I was working on the rebrand. For some of it, I was literally doing nothing and just enjoying my life. But along the way, there's like all these things like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this or mm. I should be working or comparing myself to other people in the industry or like I should be farther along, like just all this kind of negative self-talk. And it just boils down to everything like that I am not enough. So it's really been, and it still is every day, kind of like talking myself through and journaling and doing all the exercises like, and like decluttering emotions and letting go. And I, I see healers, I see all sorts of people to like, kind of like chip away at the things that happened throughout my childhood and throughout my life and whatever that kind of gave me those beliefs. Like, what about, like, why aren't I enough to do this right now? Why aren't I enough to totally change my direction? Um, just kind of breaking down all of those things is what it has been all about. My entire career, my entire life, it's just healing that yeah. at every different level. And at every level, like, I think it's David Nagel that says new level, new devil. Yeah, at every level of success or every time I overcome something, it does show up in another way. It has a lot less like hold over my life now than it did even last year. Or when I think about all those years, I wanted to do that, like wanted to do something with hot, rich, love your life, bitch, but I didn't mm -hmm. it, like it, it would literally paralyze me. Whereas now I might have like kind of an emotional week or a bad afternoon or something. So it does get easier, but that's been my main thing. I've been working on this entire time. I feel like that is so relatable because I was like, I have this like smile on my face because I'm like thinking like, I thought that there was something wrong with me because I'm like, I spend so much time doing the work, reading the books, listening to the podcast, hiring the mentors. And I'm like, is life ever just going to flow? Like, am, is this going to be the rest of my life? It's just continually improving myself. And it kind of like, you feel like kind of exhausted from it you're like can I just be and like live in stillness <laughs> so yeah happy. and I think there's I think there's moments of that like and I'm just kind of accepting like what I said what I was saying earlier is I used to be hard on myself I'm like oh my god I'm always going through something like will it ever be enough do you know what I mean and even like my high school boyfriend one of the things he said to me is I'm not sure if anything will ever be enough for you do you know what I mean like this has been going on for a long time and um I've kind of just accepted now that there are moments of enoughness. There are moments when it feels like, wow, I made it. I did it. Everything is like, oh, wow, that feels really good. And then, yeah, you are always going to want to grow and improve. And I think like, and I think if you're someone, I also relate, like always reading the books and like doing all these things and like wanting to be better, be better, be better. And of course that's helped, like it's helped you, right? It's helped you become who you are. It's the reason why you're, yeah, it's so talented at so many things, right? Mm -hmm. But it's also, it can be the thing that holds you back. And I think every single personality trait we have has a light and a dark side. There's a duality to everything. And it's just like, you know, your strengths are your weaknesses always. and if you kind of have to just find that balance of like letting it, you know, keeping it kind of even keel, like when you really want to dive into that part of you, like using it for all it's worth and like really using it to help you grow. But then yeah, you have to kind of like 
gain your balance again because it can totally go to the dark side if you go too far into that personality trait you know so yeah it's I really relate to what you said about always reading always doing because that's me too but yeah I think the second you start realizing that you're doing it out of fear that's when you've got to rein it in whether it's fear of yeah like Oh, I won't, I don't know enough until I read this or what will people think if I don't know, or, Oh, I need to catch up. So I'm going to, you know, get into this. It has to be from a place of joy and love for yourself. So that's kind of how I try to deal with that. I feel like, I mean, I know that I master my craft, but then I'm like, if I see a blog post or something and I'm like, I need to read this and devour this. And like, I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, Brittany, like, you know what you teach. You don't need to like, you just need to chill and like limit the amount of time that kind of um, you look at other people. And I know we're kind of like getting to the the end here, but I wanted to just bring up one more thing um, because as a filmmaker myself, like I'm always capturing moments and it becomes obsessive because you're never like in the present moment. You're like anticipating life. Mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned like the pressure of, um, always like posting on social media and like curating this like version of your life that is like not necessarily like reality. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was just curious, like how, if you have any like tips for the listeners, like how have you been able to, you know, run a business on your terms and make your own rules and just, you know, do what really works for you without kind of like sacrificing your sanity and (laughs) integrity. Yeah. Well, I think I, and there have been moments of insanity. <laughs> so don't get me wrong, there's moments of insanity. And again, it really comes back to like that love or fear thing. Like I, I love Instagram. I love also, I, I totally get what you mean about like wanting to capture the moment. I love taking the photos. I love like curating and making it beautiful. But yeah, the second it starts to take away from the moment, um, I try to like dial it back. And I think I think part of like, part of like reinventing and part of being, you know, the version of the person that I want to be is yeah, that you make your own rules. And I try to find evidence of other people who make their own rules. Cause obviously there's like in this industry or in this time online, there's little kind of rules they say to follow, right? Like, okay, you should post at least once a day or like three times a day if you want to get optimal engagement (laughs) and you should, you know, respond to every single comment and you should post at certain times of the day. Like there's all these rules to follow. And I, I actually don't think it's rules. I think it's really great to have structure and it's really great to have that. So like, you know, you know, yeah, of course, if you do all these things, it is optimal, but I also really believe in energy and I really believe that like, if you do, if you do that and are afraid the whole time, you won't get the results. And and that's exactly kind of that realization I had at the, what we talked about at the start. It's like, even if you do all of the things perfectly, you like execute an incredible Facebook ad strategy with the perfect funnel that you paid like thousands of dollars for and do all these things. If you are fearful the entire time, it won't work. Like it just won't. I've seen it time and time again. It will not work. And I've seen it for me too. 
I'll do the exact, I remember at the start of my business, I had like this whole Facebook ad funnel campaign thing. I felt really good about it at the start and I got really great results. And then I started to feel insecure about it and felt like I didn't, I wasn't proud of the work anymore. And it's almost like instantaneous how quick it changed. Mm. And I see that. And I see that with like friends. Like I, I actually see this most obviously in the dating world, like with friends, like you'll have like two beautiful women who are like accomplished, whatever. And like, I'll, I have friends that are like that. And like one has a really interesting attitude about dating and meeting guys. Like she doesn't have energy about it. So naturally we're out and she meets all these guys. And then the girl who really wants to meet all the guys and like really wants to find her person is like stressing about it. No one wants to talk to her. So I kind of believe that with social media too. I feel like you have to do what you love. If someone's telling you, you need to be on Instagram, it's the way, and you literally don't like taking pictures and don't give an F about it, it's not going to work for you. Like go where you like to spend your time, whether that's social media or whatever. But another thing I like to do is find evidence of people who are like not really posting that much and have really great businesses, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like super successful. Like I like to find people who are defying the rules um, mm -hmm. and just use that as evidence of like a possibility. And I think the reason that they defy those rules is because they just believe they're going to be successful no matter what they do. And they bring that energy to every interaction. So while they might like be not be like, having some kind of amazing Instagram funnel for clients or whatever, um, they get, they're, they're good. And I've really noticed that this year, like, cause I haven't been posting nearly as much as I used to, but my beliefs have changed about, you know, what I need to do. And I just like kind of install beliefs that I want to have. Like I want to be able to post whenever I want and, you know, do it the way that I do it or way that I want to do it. And like I can get clients in other ways and like clients come from all sorts of places or my audience, like the people who need to find me will always find me. I really have that belief and I am always provided for, do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's a really long answer and <laughs> how, how I'm off, how I try to like stay authentic and um, stay authentic on social media. But I just, I really ask myself how I want things to be and how I want to feel while I'm on social media and I just try to stay that, like stay that course. And lately social media has like not, I've, I've been feeling like I really would like to have a bit of a break and have more presence. Yeah. Um, so I am like putting those systems in place so that I can have more presence and not be so reliant on like the social media. Um, so I think that's important to do. Just think about how you want to feel and like what kind of business or social media interaction or interaction with your audience would make you feel that way for me, giving me like that freedom, family, adventure, fun kind of vibes and sticking to that. And for now that has meant not posting as much on social media and taking more breaks from my phone and focusing more on like building, yeah, a really strong funnel that like a system that helps people and brings in the kind of people that I want to have in my audience and work with. Yeah. Oh my God. There's so many like wisdom drops and all of this that you said, like, getting over the numbers and like channeling or like, what's the word when you, um, not channel your energy. There's a different word. There's a better word for this, but, um, like mastering your energy and just like yeah. having that conviction in it. Yeah. Um, I feel like we could talk forever. I just like, I know me too. <laughs> 
but I know you have, um, I don't, I think it's like a three or four day, like reinvention course. You have a beautiful yeah. line with those, I forget what they're called, but like, yeah. So I have a, yeah, I have a few things going on. So I'm really glad you mentioned the reinvention course. I actually just spent um, the last week or so really even reinventing that in a fun way. I've like made it really beautiful. We've added a bunch of audios, a gorgeous workbook. And that is almost like by the time this airs, that'll be ready to go. So you can get to that by going to bit.ly slash L Y L B reinvent. Is that it? Yes. I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, bit.ly slash L-Y-L-B. That's like the, the initials for Love Your Life Bitch. And then reinvent at the end. So I'll send you that link to add. But yeah, it's a beautiful like four-day course to really get you started on reinventing yourself. We kind of go in deep with each of those levels that I talked about. And you'll have amazing wins along the way. And people have been doing this course and DMing me the most beautiful messages about like it's really what like fills my soul up to hear like they just did something that they haven't wanted to do or haven't allowed themselves to do for so long whether it's like go for a walk or like go for a walk outside I know that sounds so crazy but there are people who you know feel that they can't do that or they feel like ashamed to do that or like go you know like spend some money on yourself and get like a new outfit like little things like that just make all the difference but all of these, it's all practices that really help me. And I use at every single stage of reinvention constantly. So I put this really great course together so that everyone can dive in deep and get started in just a weekend. And yes, I also have a big reinvention for me. This last year has been like reinventing my skin and acne. It's something I really struggled with for a long time that affected like myself and my business and everything. So I do have a product called Plush. It's um, the Plush Skin Brush. It's like a silicone skin brush. And you can see that at plushbeauty.co online. It's a really fun dream business of mine to have. <laughs> Oh, it's so amazing. I got one of the, I have one of those I got over Christmas and I know we don't have time to go into it, but I also struggled with acne and I feel like we could do a whole other like episode on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do a round two. Yeah. But thank you so much for being here, Sophie, and just like speaking so honestly and, and transparently. I think that when we give ourselves or when we, oh my God, I'm going to botch this quote now. Like when we be ourselves we give other people permission to be themselves totally totally <laughs> totally thank you so much for listening to this episode of the brand interrupted podcast i so appreciate you and your time and to show that appreciation i want to give you a free gift head over to untamedrevolution.com forward slash gift to get instant access to my free three-part audaciously you on camera video series a step-by-step on how to share your story craft your core message master your energy infuse your personality and boost your charisma on camera so you can amplify your impact with video and turn viewers into dream clients and if you've enjoyed listening to this episode don't forget to head on over to itunes subscribe and give us a five-star rating until next time bisous from paris ciao ciao